Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, loves, welcome. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. Good to have you with us today. And uh, talking about something that I began talking about yesterday, but frankly, the topic was overwritten. Uh, overruled, if you will, by your calls on the loneliness topic, and it is the topic of hearing. And hearing loss is a big deal. And hearing loss, although, look, your chances of hearing loss do rise with age, age is not the only factor in this. Sometimes it can be cumulative. Sometimes it can be rather sudden. Uh, you've heard David Bellavia doing the ads about his time with uh, combat uh, overseas and other uh, hearing issues that he has had, which have been corrected with hearing aids. And there's there's no shame in, in wearing hearing aids. There really, there really isn't. And after a while, if you need hearing aids and people are talking with you and you are constantly saying, huh, what? I can't hear you. It becomes frustrated, uh, frustrating to the person with whom you happen to be trying to enjoy conversation. So kind of curious about you and your hearing and what got you to actually go in and have your hearing tested and maybe get hearing aids or how you convinced somebody in your life that they really needed to have a hearing test. It's a very delicate conversation because, again, we as human beings, we go into denial. Oh, I don't need a colonoscopy. Everything is just fine. Yet, when we did the cancer show, what was the most common thing that people called in? Yeah, they said, hey, my colon cancer was detected because of a colonoscopy, and because they did that, they were able to stop it in its tracks with very little adverse side effects. So as far as hearing is concerned, obviously hearing loss isn't going to kill you directly, but you got to be able to hear. Uh, freight trains, for example, coming straight at you. It's a good idea to be able to hear those. 803 803- 0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly. And let's go back to the calls. And uh, I want to hear, again, it seems like I say this every day, I want to hear from the Bowerly babes, the ladies of WBEN, for your input. Because if I know something about ladies... I know a few things about ladies, actually, and I love them very dearly. But I know a few things about ladies, and one of your frustrations, because I overhear your conversations, is trying to get the man in your life to go in and have something looked at medically. 
whether it's serious or whether it is more an everyday thing like hearing loss. Uh, now, we bring aboard Andy in Buffalo. Andy, welcome. You are on WBEN. What's your story, sir? Yes. I don't know if I'm one of the barley ladies or not, but um, I uh, live with a hearing impaired person who does have hearing aids, has the ones that are digital c- catered to his hearing loss. The problem is the number of t- hours a day they're not in, like in the morning. He talks, but if I respond, he doesn't have his hearing aids in. He takes them out, obviously, for a shower. He takes them out to shave. He takes them out to do his electric toothbrush. He takes them out to grind coffee. There's all these different times of day, and he takes them off. And I never know if they're in, so I said, why don't we uh, have a code? You say in or out, like in if they're in or out, because if they're out, I end up raising my voice and they're in. Then he said, my hearing aids are on. You're hurting my ears. That that happens a lot. And so I'm getting tired of it. So I said, I'm going to just text you. I'll text you what I want to say um, because you can read the text. Um, it, it's more that oh, he takes them off to have his AirPods on, you know, his Apple AirPods for his, you know, listen to podcasts or music. So he's had them off. And half the time he's speaking to me when they're off, and if I respond, like, nothing, or he's in the other room, he doesn't hear the, so it's like, I'm talking to the wall, and he he needs to be responsible and say, they're not in, and so this is, uh, we're just working on this now, for him to um, tell me, in or out, he didn't like the idea, by the way, when I mentioned it, I said, you've got to let me know when they're in or out, because, you know, he he has a conversation, and then, I respond, he doesn't hear a damn thing. So yeah, wow. it's like I'm talking to the wall. Uh, and he, he also with hearing impaired, they appear dumb. I, you, you talked about pretending to hear. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I tease him, you just smile and nod. And like someone could be saying, you're a rapist, and he's smiling and nodding. Uh-huh. And I said, you don't know what the heck they're saying to you. And it could be, did you kill my mother? You know. <laughs> I'm nodding. This has happened too. I, I, that's an extreme, but I mean, I, I know, but I, I, I love your sense of humor is, and your communication. This, this, this something embarrassing. You're uh, acquiescing to it. You're nodding because you can't hear what they're really saying. And I even tell him when he goes to doctors, I should go with you because he'll say, "Well, I heard most of it." Well, you don't hear all of it. And and that's a, a real risk also. Even though he's got the hearing aids, that particular doctor talks low or whatever it might be. Mm. And, you know, you know, as far as the range, he can, he's got 30% loss or probably more in upper ranges. So he says he can hear me. You, yeah, but he can't a lot because then he'll say, you're not looking at me. You're talking to my back. You know, mm. it's always the speaker toward the hearing impaired is at fault, or at least uh, with well, him. That's part, that is part of our defense mechanism. Now, I just want to make sure I've got your name uh, right. I've got Andy, A-N-D-Y. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Like, yep. and, like Andrea? Yes, but I oh, want okay. to be called Andy because I want to be androgynous when I called in. So the guy would be, a lot of women have men's <laughs> names, though. Taylor, Madison, you know. 
it's all it's all good. We we welcome all hermaphrodites on this program. We welcome all transgenders. We welcome all sexual orientations. It doesn't matter. We are a libertarian kind of conservative kind of person. Uh, and I just said we as if there are multiple people inhabiting my brain. That's a danger sign right there. Uh, but uh, let's let's just talk about this. You understand that your beloved husband. Uh, I know you love him, but I know he's frustrating the heck out of you. Um, oh, yeah. And since we're both retired, it's like, you know, he, I say you have to take some responsibility to be heard also. You know, in other words, it, you've got to – I can't have a conversation with the wall. And he'll say something, and then, you know, why bother responding, I say to myself. You know, this happened, it's been happening a lot the last year. And it well, is frustrating, and I'm trying to find some resolution. You know, well, maybe them, you know what? Maybe people, ma- maybe people listening have some ideas because clearly mm-hmm. things are accelerating, and they are accelerating for the worse. And I can hear, and I'm sure people listening can hear the frustration in your voice. I think everybody listening would say, you know, Andy sounds like a really cool and awesome lady, and there's got to be a way that she can communicate to her wonderful husband the fact that he really needs another hearing check and he's got to use the hearing aids once they are prescribed or adjusted to his particular hearing loss. And maybe folks have some ideas out there in, in Radioland, don't forget a light jacket, yeah. um, in, in Radioland to, uh, to assist you with this. And as, as far as yourself, as far as you are concerned, how is your hearing, my love? Well, I actually, I think I'm starting to lose my hearing, as my daughter tells me. Um, she says, I think you're losing your hearing, too, but not as bad as he is. I hear, like, the water running. This is another thing that's happened recently. He's left the hot water running, full blast. He doesn't hear it. And I hear it from the other room, so I still have that much hearing. And I said, what can you do so that doesn't happen? Well, he's doing, he's putting his timer on, on his watch, time one minute or whatever. And, you know, little things like that, that makes me concerned that the hearing can be a a danger, lack of hearing. It can be, actually. Let's take this this one step further. Uh, Let's talk about uh, telephones. If you, for example, let's say that you're out shopping and you get into a fender bender or you need to call him and say, hey, do you want the Heinz ketchup or the store ketchup? Is he able to hear the phone ringing? Well, when he has his hearing aids on, it's tuned to the phone. The other problem is when he has the hearing aid set to TV, then he can't hear conversation. Or when he has a set, he's on the phone, he'll hear the phone, but he won't hear me. Like, if I don't know he's on the phone, then if I talk to him, he can't hear. So there's, I really think texting is better because at least he can read, you know. He can still see. But that's, and, honey, that, that's going to get know, old. That, that's going to get old after a while. And old it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been a year, and you've noticed a marked dec- a decline in his hearing over the past year. Uh, no, um, no, it's not so much the, the hearing with the hearing aids. He always, then the other thing is in the car, <clears throat> um, sometimes he doesn't have them on, sometimes he does. Well, then if I look toward him, you're young, you know, my ears are ringing, you know, like I – I don't, I talk loud, I'm probably talking loud right now because of it being in this condition. My daughter tells me I talk loud. That's what people who live with hearing impaired people 
tend to talk loud. And then my husband will say, it's not the volume. It's not the volume. You don't just increase the volume. So, you know, it's a lose-lose. Normally people increase the volume, but he claims that does not necessarily increase the hearing ability because it's uh, frequency and all that stuff, you know. Right. I, I frankly am inclined to agree with your husband on that one. But the key, would you say that the biggest issue is convincing the love of your life that he must at all times wear his hearing aids? Well, I've, I've figured that's not my place. He tells me he doesn't want to wear them in the shower. He take, Obviously. He, he doesn't like the noise when he brushes his teeth. Uh, the coffee grinder's loud. And so I have to respect that he has a right to, and they are, they do irritate you when you have something in your ear all the time. It's irritating. I know that. You, you get used to it. Uh, like, I mean, if you wear them uh, enough, you get used to it. It's, it's like a C, well, it's got, like a CPAP. Well, you know what, my dear? It's like a CPAP mask. Um, so many people complain, oh, uh, you know what a CPAP mask is, right? People with sleep apnea I wear have a one. Mask. I have one. Okay, so yes. you, you know you know what it is. And it, it's amazing uh, to hear people talking about, well, I went through the sleep study and got a CPAP prescription and have this machine and have this mask, but, you know, it's too loud for my spouse, or I just can't get rid, I can't get used to the mask. Well, it's a simple question of going to the place from which you obtained your CPAP supplies and explaining the situation to them. I was there just today at my CPAP place saying, I do not like this new mask. You need to help me with something that's a little bit easier to use. And I was in and yeah. out in 20 minutes, and I know that tonight I'm actually going to be able to get a good night's sleep for a change. But as far as uh, your your husband is concerned, the more he wears them, the better it is going to be for him. And something else, yeah. I just had a, I just had a thought, uh, which doesn't happen every day, so allow me to express it. Um, I, I had a thought that there are different kinds of hearing aids that are made for people with different lifestyles. For example, there are hearing aids that you basically leave in pretty much all the time, and you don't have to worry about taking them in or taking them out. But if you are swimming laps at the local pool, those aren't really a good choice for you. Of course not. But see, he he finds it's too loud. Brushing his teeth is too loud for the hearing aid or doing the coffee. So I have I don't think I have the right to tell him you must keep them in if they're painful or too loud. So I don't I don't think it's a question of you being a, a tyrant or a dictator. I think it's a question of explaining to him that you know what, I guess if I were you and maybe people will have different suggestions, I would say to him, Honey, I love you. We've been married for so many years. I want to be able to communicate effectively with you for the rest of our lives together. You, my love, are making it increasingly difficult because you're not mm -hmm. being compliant with wearing the hearing aids. And if you really love me, you will make more of an effort to have those hearing aids in so you're not putting me through the paces, making sure that we're able to actually communicate. Did you think that would work with him, that approach? Mm, I don't know because... I don't think I have the right to tell him you have to wear a hearing aid if it hurts you uh, shaving or. Um, yeah, but, but and then you know, I, I thought, I don't, honey, I don't think I don't think it's saying, a question of I don't think it's a question of having the right. If if look, the the two of you are in a marriage, right? You're in a relationship, and 
um, I think it's not so much a question of you have the right, because you're not being a tyrant. You're not being a dictator about this. Um, I would stress how much you love him and you want him to be able Mm -hmm. to hear what you have to say and you want to be able to hear what he has to say and that um, you love him so much, but it is becoming increasingly frustrated. Uh, frustrating for you to deal with his hearing issues and maybe see if that wouldn't make some kind of a difference. But, I mean, you don't want to approach it mm-hmm. as – you already know, you don't want to approach it as you're being the dictator telling him how to live your life. You're, you're in a marriage. You are a team. The two of you, by virtue of being married, you are one. You are the same person. And I do think that you have a right – to be heard, and I think you've got a right to hear him, and the two of you have a right to continue to have wonderfully loving conversations for as long as you both shall live. Uh, yeah, and sometimes they happen with or without the hearing aids on, but uh, I can't, I don't think, if, if I tell them to wear them, see, I have to be aware when they're on, and they're very invisible, as you know. They make them very very hard to see now. I have to literally look in his ear. Um, so I told him, I told him, tell me in or out. Because if I go to say something, I'll be louder if they're out. And if if I'm close to him, but then I can't talk to his back. That's the other thing. You have to be, know how to live with a hearing impaired person. You speak to their face. You don't speak to their back. Um, you don't speak when they're in the other room. You speak when they're in the same room. There's all these different techniques I read. Wait, have, have, you been, have you been inside my house at night? I'm starting to really wonder about you. Do you have a well, bug planted yeah, somewhere I in my have. house? <laughs> I mean, this, is, this is a conversation that has been had more than once, believe me. Um, my love, approach yeah. it. You know, approach uh-huh. it like it's a couple's issue. I mean, we're not talking about infidelity or cheating or anything like that. This is a couple's mm-hmm. issue. And it, it, I think if you phrase it the right way, I think you can convince him to wear his hearing aids more and more so that the two of you mm. can continue, as I said, to have these wonderful conversations yeah. well into your 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, you obviously well, love the guy. I can hear it in your voice. You love him. How do you know? Because uh, I, I, I can hear it in your voice that you love him. And you want to make you want to continue to make it work for the two of you as it has for so many years. Mm-hmm. And you also don't want to. And you know how else I can tell that you love him because you don't want to provoke a conflict with him. Even though you're frustrated, you are trying to be respectful of not having some silly disagreement or argument. And in most cases, I think that's correct. In this case, I would yeah. also stress the safety issue. Honey, what if you don't hear the smoke detector going off? What if you don't hear the carbon monoxide detector going off? I love you. I want to make sure that you're safe and sound. Yeah. Well, he he would hear them, but not at night. I mean, that is a uh, I, that is a concern. But, you know, the tea kettle boiling, right. the water running has been the most recent. And he, he's sort of found a solution for that. But... Uh, not having hearing is a impairment. Like I've come home, I could literally come up and strangle him. Let's say I'm a burglar. Um, he doesn't. He's watching TV. He doesn't hear me. And I say, "Do you know I'm home?" He says, "Yes or no, depending if he saw my car or whatever." But wow. there is a there is an element of danger, um, not hearing. Uh, that's for sure. Um, when he's alone at home, I'm gone. 
and I worry, I'm somewhat worrying about boiling, water, fire, um, so far so good, but this has happened four times with the water, my and dear we had Andy, a fight over it. Huh? Uh, well, I, I, my dear Andy, I hope that you will continue to listen, okay. and I hope that people call I in will. with suggestions for you, but I know okay. you love this man. I, I, I know you love him with all of your heart and all of your soul. But even, I don't know how you can know that, Tom, but you're right. But I'm wondering how I'm, you can tell that from my I'm complaining right. voice. No, no, because, uh, honey, I, I can hear it in your voice that you that you have great love for him. And I also know, because you do have great love for him, that you're frustrated by the situation and you want to make it better. And part of that is because of concern over his safety. And if that isn't love, yeah. I don't know what is. He's lucky He's lucky to have yeah. you, and, and you're lucky to have yeah. him. You'll work this out. I wish out. he was listening. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I wish Tom. you could hear it. All uh, right. Thank you, my dear. I'm in a church parking lot, so he won't hear me because I was on the way home. And I thought, oh, no, they won't take my call until I get home. I'll be in the driveway. He'll say, what no, are you we doing? Got you. You know? We got you on okay, quickly. We got you. Just tell, you him you were with your, tell him you were, you were with your lover, Tom Bowerly, who does wear his yeah, hearing aids. Yeah, I was aids. with my lover. I'm one of Tom's <laughs> ladies, I'll tell him. Okay, All right. take care. Thank you, my dear. Thank Anybody you. have any ideas there for Andy? And you know, it's it's so nice to hear uh, people who are a little bit older who still have that flame, who still have that passion for the person they married. And she obviously does. Is there anybody who didn't hear that inner voice? I'm not some great clairvoyant, believe me. I'll save that to my ex-wife. 803-0930 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, loves, welcome. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. And I said this show could be an instant classic, and so far, so good. Um, never done the topic before, except for mentioning it yesterday. Hearing loss. And I, this is not, let's put it this way. I know some of you younger people are tuning in saying, oh, the old man's doing a show on hearing loss. No, it's not about me. It's about you and uh, my own life experiences I simply use as background material. It is about you and your story. Specifically, how did you convince the person in your life that they needed to have their hearing tested? And have you any advice for Andy, who called in before about her husband? And as much as she loves him, and I know she does, 
um, I know and I could sense, and I'm sure you could too, that there is some frustration creeping in because maybe he's not carrying his share of the load when it comes to uh, hearing loss. He's got the equipment to deal with it, just a question of using the equipment, which, uh, you know, compliance compliance is a very interesting subject in medicine. And we've talked about it before with mental health issues. People uh, with mental health problems, it uh, – it's really strange because they will take their meds and they're going to get back on track. And then the minute they get back on track, they get off of their meds because they think there's nothing wrong with them. And I don't understand that. It seems to be uh, very much a mental health issue. Although there are people with CPAP machines who can always find an excuse why they don't want to wear their CPAP machine. And if they'd only wear it, they'd feel so much better during the daytime. And it might just be a question of changing masks. I wasn't happy with the new mask uh, that I had gotten from my CPAP supply place. So I went in there today. I said, look, this mask that I'm now using, it's too complicated. There are too many straps. Uh, I feel like I'm wearing the gimp suit in Pulp Fiction. Can we please simplify things a little bit? And 20 minutes later, I walked out with uh, a mask that I'm looking forward to using tonight because it's not going to be falling off and it's not going to be causing additional dents in my face. Got enough of those. 803-0930. It's been an interesting life. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's get to Tracy in beautiful Appleton. Tracy, welcome. You are on WBEN. Have you thoughts, my dear? Yes. um, I'm actually a younger uh, hearing aid holder because at the age of 35, I found out that I have a hereditary problem, uh, which and it was called otosclerosis. And so I ended up having some surgery, which didn't quite work well, mm. and uh, then started wearing hearing aids. Without, without naming any doctors, how did you actually have that condition diagnosed? Somebody was really on the ball. Yes, it actually was one of the founders of the surgery that I did have gotcha. in the city of Buffalo. Very uh, He has passed away since, but yes. And I have a tip also for the previous lady. I, I also drive Uber. And so what I do is, because I want to hear the phone and the directions, but I also want to play music or listen to the radio, obviously, Uh, So what I do is I take out one of my hearing aids and I put in the uh, earpiece connected, you know, to my phone so I can hear the the directions in one ear without the rider having to be bothered with it. And then I listen to the radio with the other ear. And I do that also at night if I have to hear um, an alarm. I'll leave one hearing aid in so that I can hear the alarm. And and for those who don't know, um, uh, Dr. Tom is going to read, well, Dr. Google, is going to read um, otosclerosis, an inherited mm-hmm. disorder that causes hearing loss due to the ear's inability to amplify sound. There are three small bones that connect to the eardrum to help amplify sound waves. When someone has otosclerosis, one uh one of the one of the bones is unable to vibrate uh, vibrate freely well, if i can say that in english it'd be even better uh but does that that sounds like that's your situation 
Exactly. And to what degree um, have your, uh, well, the surgery you said didn't really work out that well. Correct, because my um, facial nerve, uh, when they went in, was in the way of them removing the bone. They had to remove the bone and put a, uh, a type of teeny piston in there to replicate what the bone would have done. But my facial nerve was in the way, so he just blindly put the piston in there, and it didn't quite work. Mm. Very, very sorry to hear that. So the lasting situation in terms of uh, how you have dealt with this is, uh, go through that again, how, how you are dealing with it on a daily basis. I wear, I, I wear hearing aids every day. I love them. <laughs> and I just work things out. You know, sometimes I have to turn them up. Sometimes I have to take one out, depending on what situation I'm in. But if you, you see, with uh, with my situation, I think the situation of a lot of people who are listening, um, the sounds would blend together. And, for example, uh, going to a Steely Dan show, if I didn't mm. wear my hearing aids, don't get me wrong, Steely Dan still sounded great. But with the hearing aids, um, things were, how do I say this, uh, differentiated better. I could differentiate the bass from the guitar, from the drums, from the keyboard. There was more uh, clarity, for want of a better word. Yes, because whenever uh, hearing aids obviously can only do so much, right. and what they do is amplify everything, and that's the problem. Like if you're in a restaurant where they have loud music and people talking and the restaurant making noises it's very distracting because everything is amplified uh give some more advice to andy who has the husband who has the hearing aids but he doesn't always wear them and she literally has to ask him frequently out or in and i'm going to take the high road with that line uh but out or in what would your advice be to uh, andy my advice is for her to tell him to take one out and put his ear pod in that he's listening to a broadcast, because that's what I do also sometimes at home. I'll wear my earpiece uh, connected to my phone and listen to podcasts or different things like that, and, uh, but leave the other one in for, so you can hear other people. Well, I certainly hope that part of your listening experience is the odyssey.com uh, site and that you go back and you listen to David Bellavia's program and my program and Joe Beamer's program and our weekend programs. I certainly hope that that's a big part of your podcast listening. Uh, somewhat, say, but I do tend to go to conspiracy theory podcast. That's my Oh, okay. <laughs> well, hey, you know, hey, look, uh, conspiracy, it depends on the conspiracy theory. Uh, for example, you know, I, I don't believe in Bigfoot. I really don't. Some people are all about Bigfoot. I don't believe in Bigfoot. Somebody would have hit one with a Chevy by now, and, and nobody's ever come forward with a Bigfoot body. So I don't believe in those. Now, the Kennedy assassination, I believe there is sufficient reason to believe that that was, as the House Select Committee on Assassinations uh, confirmed in the late 70s, that was, in fact, a probable conspiracy. And uh, talking with Oswald's girlfriend, um, who is a friend of mine, Judith Very Baker. Some people say she's full of 
BS. I do not believe she's full of BS at all because uh, she satisfactorily, in my opinion, answers many of the questions I had about Oswald's activities in New Orleans in the summer of 1963. So I think there are some conspiracy theories that have a lot more meat to them than others. Um, Bigfoot, no, Bigfoot does not exist. I'm sorry. But the Kennedy assassination conspiracy, I am convinced beyond any doubt that uh, that, in fact, was a conspiracy and that uh, the president was assassinated by a bunch of, uh, shall we say, rogue people in a certain government agency and covered up by other like-minded people uh, in various parts of our government back in 1963. And the biggest argument I can make is if it was Lee Oswald acting alone as an assassin, as a depraved and mentally disturbed 24-year-old man, how come 60 years later the documents, many of them, are still classified and we can't read many of the CIA documents pertaining to Oswald, Oswald and Ruby, etc.? Sorry, if it was Oswald and Oswald alone, all of that stuff should have been released years ago. But it wasn't. And it wasn't because there's more to that story than uh, the American people were told. you got to do a little bit of digging, but I think most of the truth is uh, still out there. So I, I wouldn't be embarrassed by your cons- your love of conspiracy theories. Um, hold on just a second because um, you've actually brought up something else that I've actually wanted to do a show on the subject, um, and, and we'll get to that. And, and by the way, um, we, we are going to do a show. I can't tell you when, but we're going to do a show on people that you didn't used to like that you might have actually been very angry with. Um, and you totally changed the trajectory of that relationship, and you actually became friends. And uh, Nick Orticelli, uh, I can't tell you when, but he's going to be joining me on the show. We're going to talk about that because um, we are examples of a couple of guys, and things got really, really nasty for no good reason because you can't communicate properly on Facebook. And now... You know, I, I would take a bullet for Nick. I mean, and I think he would take one for me. And that's quite a change in thinking. And I think it's possible for anybody to change the trajectory of a relationship and turn it from really nasty to actually a really good friendship. Um, and that, you know, look, I still love you know some of the people who might not like Nick, and he likes some of the people that might not like me, but it's okay. But I do want to do that show. Doing a show I've been dying to do, and we're finally doing it on hearing, hearing loss, and getting the person in your life who has issues with hearing to actually go in and uh, get their hearing tested and get hearing aids if that is what they need. And one of the questions, Tracy, that I needed to ask you, and you've got a specific um, hearing malady that was diagnosed by, I presume, an ear, nose, and throat doctor? Correct. Okay, yeah, you got to go to a specialist on something like that. But uh, was there any internal resistance from you on going in to actually get the diagnosis? Because we've talked about denial with health stuff in previous programs we've done, whether it be cancer or heart attacks or anything, and denial in those cases can actually kill you. With you... Kind of a vanity thing, I think, with the hearing, possibly a practicality thing as well. But was there any internal resistance, such as, I'm too 
I'm too young for this. This can't be my hearing. It has to be the world around me that's suddenly gone quiet. <laughs> no, actually, I pretty much wanted to get my hearing back to normal. And so uh, it was no problem. And since I had longer hair, I didn't. I, I actually had the older style hearing aids because uh, this was back in 1995 that I got uh, the surgery and the hearing aids. Um, and the you know my hair would hide it, so I didn't. It didn't really bother me. And when you say the older style, are you talking about the ones that basically fit flush with the ear that were a, were a flesh tone, the likes of which has never actually been seen on the flesh of a human being? That one? Yeah, yes. The mold, <laughs> they were molded. They were molded, and they had to make a mold and you know stick it in your ear and order them I'm, that way. Now, now I have the new digital kinds, you know, that are. Oh, they do everything. I mean, they'll do your laundry yeah. if you let them. Um, yeah. But as far as your advice to other people um, who want to hear better or who are trying to get their loved ones to hear better, as somebody who's been down that path yourself, additional insight for people listening like Andrea and others? Oh, definitely. Go for it. It's great. You have, there's, a, there's a learning curve when you first get them. You know, because everything is so much louder, you start hearing birds and things like that. Yes, <laughs> um, yes, but, yes. Um, yeah, right. Um, but I tell people, some other people that needed them, um, they didn't like, and they took them out. I said, you got to give it a, at least a week or two so your brain gets used to hearing the frequencies that you've been missing. Uh, that is a very brilliant observation and until mm -hmm. you just articulated it i hadn't had that active thought but having mm -hmm. mentioned it now suddenly you're bringing back memories especially when you mentioned the birds and i'm not talking about roger mcguinn david crosby and the other guys talking about the actual birds flying around although no matter how mm -hmm. bad your hearing is you're always going to hear the blue jays squawking their True. way through the neighborhood True. <laughs> Very nasty birds. But I'm rather mm -hmm. fond of crows, uh, the corvids. Mm -hmm. um, thank you kindly. Is there anything you wanted to say that I didn't specifically get into with you? No, I think that's it. All right, love. Thank you so much. I appreciate your call. I'm going to continue right. this on WBEN. I think this is a very important subject. There's a large percentage of Americans, folks, who are not hearing. And frankly, we're, I guess we'll get into this in the next hour because I'm running out of time. But many of you who are younger than I, that's pretty much everybody on the face of the planet at this point, but everybody who is younger than I, um, your lifetime of wearing earbuds, and listening to loud, bass-riddled music, you're not doing yourself any favor in the hearing department. And trust me, hearing loss is a real thing, especially in this business. Uh, of course, before this, I worked in a recording studio wearing headphones all the time, so I just can't get away from it. Uh, coming up on 358 News Radio 930 WBEN, it's Powerly. Uh, thank you so much for your interest in the topic, and I'm going to continue it because I like it, and you guys seem to as well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.